0: Welcome to Spiritual Gangsta Certified, Ily Fish. Hey everybody, sorry for the wait and apologies for this voice, but woo, I have been hit with the plague. Welcome to another episode of Spiritual Gangsta Certified. I am your host, Illy Fish, and this week, I have a little discussion up here with someone very near and dear to my heart the beautiful Rosita W. Brooks and we talk about the importance of xing off even family friends you've had for years whatever if doing so would bring you peace because of their level of toxicity or for a myriad of other reasons this is a subject that keeps coming up all over I see it online see it with people I know some people feel like if you're related to people, like, you just have to put up with their shit. And no, you don't. So I thought it was important that we have this discussion. So, And also because I'm still recovering from the flu and barely have my voice back. Um, there aren't any extra segments in this episode. It's, it's just a, a talk me and my bestie had about maybe two weeks ago at this point. So hope you guys enjoy. And as usual, thank you so much for continuing to tune in to Spiritual Gangsta Certified. See you on the flip side.
1: Hello, hello, hello. There you go. There you go. (laughs) It's been so long since I had her on here. And I'm so happy that she could join us because we are going to specifically talk about how you can deal with this. Could be family. This could be friends. This could be coworkers and keeping your sense of peace in dealing with the difficulties that them motherfuckers bring. All right that's what we are on today so um i hope y'all can really benefit um from some of the knowledge and the wisdom that we're going to drop because um i say this to people all the time and Zeke and heard it a million times i swear both of us chose the advanced course in life because we came into this existence being libra risings for anybody that's confused about what that means let me just explain it so um if we looked at the Zodiac wheel, Aries rules the first house. When you are a Libra rising, that places Libra in your first house, which is the opposite of Aries, okay? So that essentially means you have opposite energy in every one of the houses on your um, on your chart. So you literally are dealing with the theme of balance your entire life. How's that treating us, Z?
2: Oh my God. <laughs> Do you know how many times I've been, I'm like, who left us unattended? and let us choose this shit I don't know I don't no, it is just it's, it's crazy it's like sometimes I appreciate it and I'm learning everything and I feel all good about it and then it's like it'll just take me through like a massive storm and then I'm just like bored like what the fuck do I even do you know yes it's just a constant battle like monday it could be great and tuesday it could be just you know hell and then wednesday it could be great again so i don't know i'm like it's like
1: bittersweet yes and i know like i mean the expression is a little different because our charts are different and you got a lot of libra energy so that even pulls the theme of balance in you know even stronger And I don't think people get it, but, like, we be literally weighing sides to shit, like.
2: Yeah. I do constantly. Yes. (laughs) Every day is just a battle with something. I don't, I was just telling somebody else's, I can't even remember who, but it's like a constant battle, you know, that I just feel I'm sitting and breaking things down every single day and then wonder why at the end of the day you're just, like, completely drained.
1: Yes, like, oh, I gave all my energy to considering this, considering that,
2: you know, yeah. c- kind of balancing out. here all been crazy puzzles and shit. Of course, you're about uh, to die at the end of the day.
1: <laughs> but the reason I think it's so poignant to have two people who understand this constant um, struggle with balance on the line is because balance is very much needed to deal with the subject that we are talking about, and I am feeling collectively that this is something that's coming up for a lot of people. I've seen it rising for a while, so that's why I thought it was so important that it was something that we touched on um, on the show, because let me just put this out there to everybody. You're never going to hear me ever say, and I bet you won't hear Rosita say it ever, either, that just because you related to somebody, you gotta put up with a
2: bullshit. That is absolutely correct.
1: We don't,
2: we don't, we don't, like, stand for that at all. No, 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 no. I mean, you can't, you you just can't. Family, you know, it's it's great if everybody in your family is getting along and you get along with them and everything, but you you have to set boundaries for your family too, you know, and if they don't respect that, then you just have to, you know, love them from a distance.
1: Yes, and there's nothing wrong with that, and I think... A lot of us are brought up in the opposite way you know what I mean we yeah we are taught that's your family family comes above everything and Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways that's not necessarily within itself a bad thing but it really depends on the dynamics within your family
2: definitely because you know my whole life story so when I was younger that's how I was brought up you know I was taught that's your father, regardless of what he did, you know, right, regardless right. of how they treat you. This is your mom that you still need to respect and love your mom, respect and love your dad, you know, and it's just like, well, how am I ever going to be able to address the things that were, that happened to me, you know, or truly heal if I have to just, you know, get put on a good face because this is my dad and this is my mom,
1: you know? Exactly, exactly. It's it's a lot to ask a person to excuse all sorts of behavior just because yeah. of familial ties. I don't think that that's healthy. Um, it's the source of trauma for people. It really stays with you your whole life. Like, some people never even considered <laughs> that they have the option yeah. to yeah. You know, not deal with people or deal with their stuff yeah. um, because they're related. They just endure. Right. And that right. endurance is draining. And we... Yeah. It's 2020, ladies and gentlemen, we is not, not going to continue to put up with things that drain us completely of our energy. We have too many things that we would like to do for ourselves and for other people. And we can't do those things if we're being drained of our energy. So definitely, yeah, the first thing that comes to mind with this is like, so people will ask, okay, well, it's easier said than done. Yeah, I get it. I can tell you, like, you don't have to put up with your mom, your cousin, your uncle, <laughs> your sister. <Yeah. laughs> I could say that all day, and it, it sounds like whatever it sounds, but, like, how do you actually put that into action? Well, that's what we want to talk about. And I'm going to get a little personal here um, because I feel like it, it helps for people to understand, like, you know, where we coming from or whatever, but yeah. I, I struggled for most of my life, up until I was maybe 32, so like you know, after my Saturn return kicked my ass, I struggled with this notion that like, oh my god, how come I don't have this best friend relationship with my mom? Like, why is that something that seems to elude me for, just for some background for y'all, like for most of my life, I kind of felt Like, as long as I was uh, doing something impressive, because, you know, I started school early, had a lot of academic achievements and extracurricular activities um, where, like, I was gaining a lot of praise. I felt like, as long as I was doing something impressive with those things, you know, my mom would, she would, you know, gloat about me. (laughs) Like, you know, I was so impressive, but I never had that connection of feeling like she was my friend. And the weird part about it is my mom is one of the moms that would always say, well, I'm your mom. I'm supposed to be your best friend.
2: That's crazy. Yeah.
1: It's like, yeah, okay. I get that you're saying that, but are you fostering an environment for that to happen? You know what I mean? Things can't be one sided. Somebody can't just tell you you're supposed to be their best friend and then everything fall into place what
2: what do you get from a best friend? Like and we can talk about that
1: because my best friend on
3: on the line
2: right now. okay? <laughs> exactly, you know you can't you can't say that that you're supposed to be the best friend and then you don't, you know everything you do is a contradiction to what you're saying. all of the actions, all of your behavior, how you treat me. I mean, like come on, you can't believe that and then get mistreated
0: yeah yeah because
1: i don't think um, that my best friend is going to talk down her nose at me 24 7. No. oh i don't think i don't think my best friend I is say going that to...
2: little you know that little slick stuff that we love yes! so make like, you try to stick in there and like gut you real quick you know <laughs> make you just <laughs> feel you real like quick and then you know but i love you well okay <laughs> yeah i'm yeah.
1: not feeling the love but we're supposed to be best friends so i guess that's okay
2: like no yeah. But no. Well, me and my mom, we, you know, when I was younger, we were best friends. And then, you know, things happened in our lives. Like I was molested by my dad. And it seemed like it just kind of took its toll then, you know. And yeah. then all of a sudden the relationship just started deteriorating, you know, more and more as I yeah. got older. I don't know. So I, so I really don't know if it was like actually that one thing that happened or if it, maybe it was me getting older. you know how mm-hmm. you get older and you kind of start really seeing a person for who they are. You, yeah. You're a child, so you don't really understand you know, the adult that's standing in front of you. is just mom, his dad, you love them, you know what I mean? And yeah. as you start getting older, you start realizing, like, look, you know, like, you just, you know, you kind of seem like you're a pretty shitty person, you know? And I don't really want to be around that, you know? Mm-hmm. Child! Your eyes get opened.
1: Um, we, yeah. We've gotten an opportunity to live and to experience other people, so we get to see the dynamics of relationships outside of yeah. our, you know, our given family, and then you start to notice certain things that don't fall in line with some of the other connections you've made in life, you know? Mm-hmm. Like this comfortability. It just makes
2: you, yeah, it makes you feel like, okay, well, me for, you know, I know just my own experience when I was younger, that, okay, maybe we were get friends on, because I didn't really truly see. you know? that person really didn't truly see who she was or anything so maybe it wouldn't have even been that way you know I would have never even felt a close like you know we were talking earlier about how I said like I'll put my defenses down and I'll forget and I'll get that close and everything like maybe the closeness that I'm having are a world that I feel like we're having now um, and then it disappoints me I, I feel like each time I'm getting back what I used to have when I may have not even had that in the first place. You get
1: Yes, yes. So you get glimpses, essentially, at certain time periods, like when you are getting along with them, when, you know, you're having a good rapport and you're like, oh my goodness, like, you know, there's a part of you that hopefulness, you know, like kind of pops in like, oh, maybe I can have what, what it is that I wanted. And then in the next moment, you're showed... Wait a minute, you're
2: mistaken. <laughs> I mean, as soon as every time, you know, every time it has it's never failed. I'll put my, you know, my guard down and then boom, I'm like, you know, you managed to show up and, you know, show me who you are, but you can never show up, like, to be what I actually need you to be. But, like you said, that's just hope, that's expectation. You know, we put that on ourselves. They, they haven't even really done anything wrong this is just who they are as a person it's who they have always been you just mm-hmm. keep having hope that it's going to get better and that the relationship is going to get better because that's what your heart desires so that's what you want to have but it's not going to be that you can't make a person be better you
1: certainly can't and we I mean we can we can have high hopes for people and hoping that they deal with their own shit and and you know by proxy then be able to deal with us But that Mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily mean that's how it's going to go. So that that brings up a really important point. Like, how do we look at things, especially people who are more spiritually inclined, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, because a lot of us may be the only spiritually inclined people in our family. Right. And when you are, like, the only spiritually inclined person in your family, that can feel, like, really fucking lonely. Like, you feel like a black sheep.
2: Yeah. That's exactly how I've, I've always felt. Until so I met you, and then I was like, what? There's a person in the world that understands everything that I'm saying, and I don't feel crazy. <laughs> you know? It's like, what? Like, you know, I was starting to think that I was probably speaking a different language or something. Was, you know, like, I cannot just be walking around here just misunderstood.
1: Yes, yes, that's how, that's exactly how it was for me too, because like having my spiritual awakening and here's something that I want to like touch on too. A lot of people act like, you know, oh, you, you have your spiritual awakening, you come more in tune with yourself. It's so beautiful. It's just a great experience. That's only one part of it because
2: it ain't all great. No, it is not. It is a whole roller coaster ride. There are so many ups and downs, and sometimes I start thinking, like, you know, if there are more downs than ups, it's just, oh, it's it's a lot. It's exhausting. But nobody ever tells you of all of the crazy that you're going to go through and the self-doubt and getting down on yourself. It's just a constant up and down battle. You know, it's, it's always something. You know, you win one day and one day you feel like you're losing. And then, God forbid, you go down the rabbit hole, <laughs> you know, like we did the other day. But it's, yes. just, it's, it's just one thing after the next, you know. I always feel better and I'm proud of the person that I've become once I get on the other side of it, you know. Mm-hmm. But oh my goodness, each time it just feels like it's going to take you out and you just ain't going to recover.
1: <laughs> it's like, is this the final blow? Am I going to get up
2: from this? Yeah. Like, Especially, you know what? I'm so, sick of, this shit. I'm so yeah. sick of this shit, I'm done, I'm done, tag, look, I'm going tag somebody. So help me, somebody help me.
1: Because <laughs> growth and healing um, is not a straight line, it's a spiral, so we're, you know, constantly coming back to themes that, you know, we thought we had understanding of, and then sometimes our wounds get open in everyday life, and we're like, wait, I thought I dealt with that why you know why is this wound back open like i thought the bleeding stopped and here it is oozing again but you know that that's part of spirituality that a lot of people don't want to acknowledge because they're so busy stuck in the love and the light of it all where it's like you truly learn about the love and the light and the darkness to be honest so like we can't avoid it
2: Yeah. I've learned to love myself more in the darkness than, you know, in the light. That's where I started, you know, my self-love journey was in the dark, you know.
0: And I saw something not
2: too long ago. I saw something not too long ago online, and it said um, that healing sometimes feels worse than the wound. Mm. you know and that just and I just kept looking at it for like the longest and I was like oh damn you know like if that's not the truth it's kind of like the very act the thing that has you having you know whatever you have to heal from that healing journey because I mean I am actually I feel like over what happened to me you know my childhood trauma but each time that I have some type of problem with intimacy, you know, it doesn't come up often. But every now and then, it'll kind of come up, and I'm a little bothered, and I kind of just don't want to be don't want to be bothered. You know, want to be left alone. You know, that actually hurts me more than that actually happening because now I'm hurting somebody else. You know, I feel like I'm hurting myself because I'm not getting to be as free as I want to be. Every now and then, it pops up and it pushes me a little bit. You know?
1: Yes. Yes. It's like it's a reminder that, you know, that wound still exists. Like, you know, if anybody was the type of child I was, where they was constantly for some reason getting hurt all the time, and as I've grown, I've learned astrologically, that's my Mars square Uranus. I was so accident prone. I done broken so many bones. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I I had an accident at 16 where I broke both my hands and all my fingers, and uh, when I think back on it, I mean, that was like, that was over 20 years ago, but You know, that healing process sucked. It was 10 months of therapy and, you know, splints on my hands and all types of stuff. And, you know, when it was over and I was healed, so to speak, that was a great feeling. But every now and again, what happens? I can tell you when it's going to rain because I feel it in my hands. (laughs) I know I Yeah.
3: Like, like, yeah. Just waiting on feel it to get full.
1: It's just gonna come in like, bitch, you need Bengay 24 7, okay? Don't. stick
2: th- your hand in it.
1: Just Put <laughs> it in a bowl, stick your hands in it. Just sit there with it, and you gotta sleep like that. You know what I mean? So there's a reminder. <laughs> <laughs> there's a reminder at times of that injury, even though that was 20 some years ago. And it, I don't feel like it's any different with, you know, our traumas and stuff. And since we, I mean, the families that we come from usually are the seats of most people's traumas. Not to say that you can't be traumatized in other ways or other experiences with people, but because family is typically the source of that, that's why it's so important to understand that in your healing process, Sometimes it'll serve you better not to just force yourself to deal with people because they are your family. That might be impeding your ability to heal.
2: Exactly. That's exactly how I feel. We just I'm out so here. And just... That I'm, I'm, I'm so glad that I'm at the point now where where I can see that. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, every now and then, I which I think for the rest of my life, probably, um, you know, as long as my parents are alive, I'm going to. Yeah, cause like I actually still live in the town where my father is. Not too long ago, remember I told y'all, was just minding my business and walked in the dollar store, mm-hmm. and I saw him. And I, I actually did better than I thought that I was because it's been a very long time since I've seen him. But um, I did better than I thought that I was. But who's to say that if I go in the store and I see him tomorrow, that I'm not just gonna break down. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I just I didn't know what to expect from myself. You know? Yeah. So it's just you know it's. Just, it's something that you'll have to just constantly deal with you actually just have to have yourself in check be able to talk to yourself you know because you're gonna see them you're gonna deal with them um even if you move into a you know you can move to a different state or move anywhere and not have to actually be in the same town as them But say something happens with your family, a funeral that brings you together, you know, I'm just saying anything could possibly happen where you could have to deal with this person and not want to, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely understand what you mean. You have to in some ways be gentle with yourself because you're not really gonna know how encountering people um is going to affect you from time to time, depending on what's going on with your life, how you're feeling. Just you know, some sometimes that's a marker for you to recognize, you know, there's still some work to do that you didn't think you had to do. But you the the showing yourself some gentleness is very, very important
2: yeah just don't get so you know just don't get down so hard on yourself and and feel like you're not healing or you're selling at something i mean it's just it's just part of life and the sooner that you realize that it's just part of life and it's all for your growth it won't bother you as much you know i mean it's still going to kind of sing a little every now and then but it just won't you'll you'll have an understanding of it yes
1: yes I feel like, too, um, another thing that people don't really consider that they probably should is that if you place this notion that, you know, like family is all and therefore you have to endure um, dealing with people who maybe trigger some negative thoughts in you, maybe they've um, done things to you that, you know, have never even been spoken on, because that's, that's a big thing. And a lot of people don't even confront or say anything to family mem- members or people that they've grown up around and yet you're expected to keep this like decorum about you like everything is okay. That's too much to ask a person to do. Yeah. Definitely. Like you're just supposed to just keep your, you know, the smile on your face and we'll put it to you this way. I look at it this way. So not only do I have to deal with whatever you did against me but now I gotta keep you a secret and be an academy award winning actress on top of all this yeah yeah, yeah. to save your reputation so nobody's looking at you funny right or, you know I'm, I'm acting to make sure nobody gets a clue that something is wrong because god forbid anybody find out anything it yeah is, you know you can't
2: um, you cannot paint that image that they have going on that's just you know that is out of line
1: yes yes and then there's the living at extremes part. Like this is, that's why I brought up the leave horizon part because I feel like if you don't find balance, you live at extremes, but I'm bringing that up to say, so you can literally vacillate between maybe embracing the anger and the hurt from the situation. And you know, staying at that pole where like, it's like, okay, well, I'm, a, I'm not gonna deal with this person but it's because I'm angry and you know, I'm gonna focus in on that anger. Or you can swing yeah. to the other pole where you don't allow yourself to feel what you actually feel about the situation because yeah. you've been taught in some way that it, you can't be angry because it's family. You can't be up, excuse me, You can't be upset because it's family. And it's like, whoa, that's another thing that's too much to ask of people.
2: Really? Because how can you ask someone to just shove their feelings down? Just you know, put your emotions in your pocket. And you know, so that I can be okay. You know, that that is so selfish. You can you can't ask someone to do that. Just for your comfort. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I'm you know, I'm I used to be and now I'm getting even better at it, expressing my full range of emotion and I tell people exactly how they how I feel because of whatever it is that they did. Um you know, I, have a, I don't have a problem voicing And I right. used to silence my own voice. But now I'll just, I'll tell you straight up exactly what I feel is going on. Like, look, this is some skinnicky-ass shit right here, you know. <laughs> just, just real quick, you know, we're not going to be sitting here, you know. I'm 39 years old, going to be 40 um, in October. Um, I know how to communicate. I am not going to sit here and just let you do me any kind of way and you're not going to know about it. I know that's right. And I know that's a struggle for a lot of
1: people. I can actually like pinpoint when I like kind of snapped as a person because I used to be, I used to be very, I mean, I'm still somewhat introverted, but I used to be very much not self-expressed. You know what I mean? It, It was to an extreme. I even think about times like when I was a teenager And I always had this weird thing, because I've been tall as hell my whole fucking life. And and I didn't feel comfortable in my body. So it was like I was a so-called gentle giant. I swear there was a time in my life you probably could have came up and punched me in the face and I wouldn't do anything. And I remember (laughs) being in high school, and this girl, I don't know what her problem was with me, and I guess I'll never know, and that's fine. But she just, like, made my life a living hell, called me the jolly oh black man. giant. and
2: Oh, oh my goodness. Serious. Really?
1: Yeah. Oh, my this, Lord. All this stupid stuff. And, like, I mean, I put up with it for a long time. And her locker happened to be next to mine. Okay? So I had to see this girl before school, at lunch, like, you know, after school. She wasn't even in the, in the same grade as me. And I'll never forget it. I just got sick of her shit one day. And this is like when I saw the shift in me happen when I became a little bit more self-expressed because one day in the lunchroom, she screamed something out. My whole little group of friends, we was dancing in the lunchroom because they were having like senior day, you know, yeah. where they where they like bring the DJ in for the seniors. Now we weren't seniors, but we could still hear the music. Yeah. So damned if we wasn't going to be enjoying it, She got her whole table to yell at my table to sit down. Okay. Something in me just was like, you know what? <laughs> That's enough. I remember I had on my little lead press on nails. Not even like, <laughs> not even the nails you go to get done done. Like not even acrylic tips or nothing. Just little lead okay, press on you nails. Pop off
2: real quick, like this. okay, yeah. okay, all right. <laughs> you just pop them off. Okay.
1: okay. I, I walk right over to that table. I am popping these nails off. It's like my intuition knew. <laughs>
0: Oh, God, I'm picturing that. <laughs> you
1: do not need these things. Matter of fact, they won't get in the way. You better just, like, pop them off. So I walk over there, and I calmly ask her, what did you just say? Now, because I had never stood up to this person, they were surprised that I was actually at their table talking about what did you say. And she was like, huh? I'm like, did I stutter?" Now it's really like, oh, shit. This bitch then, like, found some, like, backbone. And then I proceeded to tell her, if you ever speak to me like that again, I'm going to knock all your teeth down your throat. Right? Now, I know this sounds harsh. (laughs) But you got to understand, this is two years I've been putting up
2: with this girl. Yeah, just Every day, yeah. Yes.
1: And she looked like she was confused. I said, what, you don't believe me? I dove across that table and started strangling this bitch now just to give people some background i ain't never get in trouble in school i was a great student i didn't get in fights i didn't cut school i've never been suspended like none of this and i remember like one of the only black teachers at the school like pulling me off this girl she was so surprised like like nobody understood why i attacked this girl like
2: what are you doing like Oh, and i was being so good and then just all of a sudden, bam, it's a Tuesday and you're choking the fuck out of this Yeah, like you just decided she ain't need to breathe. Like, why did I you do that? I thought they were that? saving pizza today and they don't have it. They paid <laughs> it.
1: Like, she yeah, the venue. <laughs> like, why is she so upset? And it was it was weird because when I finally explained to them, and this is how I want them not, like, getting in trouble because I was like, she's been, like, basically bullying me. for for two years and they're like, well, why didn't you say anything? I mean, I had told my mom and my mom was always like, we just ignore people like that. You know, you don't even give them the the pleasure of knowing they upset you. And I was like, I snapped. So (laughs) I'm saying all this to say that one event in my life, because I had let out everything that I was pushing down, it was like it activated within me. Like, the part of me that's like, I will not stay quiet, you know? I'm not going to keep quiet and and suffer. So even though that was with somebody who wasn't a family member, I noticed that that activation of, of my aggression... <laughs> Uh, for all y'all to hear me say it all the time I have a zero degree Mars you know what's funny that's the line got a zero degree Mars too we just got them in different signs hers isn't sad mine is in Virgo and it's so funny because um, our Mars square each other so if we get in arguments we gonna go at it but we don't do that a lot but the fact of the matter is like when we get mad the
2: zero degrees of any sign is the area's degree of let's go. <laughs> oh my goodness. You know, so, my. My oldest son, Kenneth, he um, he had a, a incident with a bully, and I think that um, and look now they're best friends after Kenneth, you know, whooped his ass. <laughs> but um, they used to ride the bus together, and. <laughs> um, he was always just picking off in this like he'll bump him when he gets on the bus or he'll push him down he was little I can't even remember what grade he was in but one day you know I just kept trying to tell him like baby you gotta defend yourself You gotta defend yourself and he just he was just so kind and of sweet. He never wanted to hurt a fly, you know? He just, real sweet boy. And so one day the bus came home, uh, brought them home, and they were just sitting there. No one was getting off the bus. And I was like, what's going on? So... Um, my husband started walking down the street to go and get him and the bus driver came off the bus with this and he told him that he had jumped on the bubble that was his name and he was like i just looked back and i just saw elbows flying and kendis said i was just tired of it i was tired of it but you know <laughs> <laughs> Even like the expression on his face he meant that he's like i'm tired i was tired of it and like, hey, you know like okay okay, well, ice cream. you know like give mama a hug You saying? like you know he was he was eating he was sick of that shit, you know so, so the brother got the ass tag you know he got the ass whooped and you know he got up you know he was they were good after that and now he's like so you know, now like the best of and everything, and he um, ended up moving away. And he was like, "Yeah, Mama Bubba was in town, and we—he um, he was a football A." But I was like, "Yeah, yeah." I'll. Do you remember Bubba? I will never forget Bubba. How could I forget? He said, "You all on fire." I wish you could have—I wish you could have just—you know—look I looked at his face. He—he he was so serious. He meant that with his whole heart. He was sick of that shit. You know. Listen, like, this I is understand. the last time this boy gets on the bus and elbows me that is it. Yes, that's exactly how I felt about that girl.
1: And you want to know what's funny?
3: <laughs> so, like, this is kind of a victory
1: story with that. Remember I said that the broad locker was next to mine, right? Yeah. She was scared to come to her locker if I was there. And I went to Catholic school, y'all. So, you can only go to your locker before school, right before lunch and right before you were about to leave. Now, if you were going to lunch, you only had a short amount of time to go to your locker, because if you were late for lunch, you would get demerits. That's just how our shit worked.
2: So I would take you my time.
1: Right. i will make you wait. So on time, because you're you're not going to come over here towards your locker until I'm gone, because that's what I started noticing she started doing. So then I had to be an asshole to boot. So
3: <laughs> see what
1: I mean? She, she unlocked something in me. I, I would have never even been that way, but I was provoked. And if you allowed
2: another part of you to be yes. a, yeah, and it was it was supposed to come out. That's the only purpose you had in your life right there was to show you that other person, that take no shit person.
1: Yes. So I, I have her to thank for that. And when you think about it, if that's how I was responding to just some girl I went to school with that, you know, after high school was done, I ain't never gonna have to see her again. You know, imagine feeling that way with your family that you see all the time, you know? And not expressing it and not, you know, letting things out. And I feel like it was a blessing to have that activated within me because then as I got older, I've been able to speak my mind. And some people find it the hardest to stand up to their family. Like, they might be in the street rough and tumble with everybody else. Yeah. But have problems with your sister
2: with your family, I don't know if it's just, I've felt guilty, you know, like you didn't want to hurt their feelings, which is the craziest thing, you don't want to hurt their feelings, but look at all the things have done to you, I've I really struggled with, you know, not wanting to hurt their feelings, or trying to figure out how to say it without offending them, when nobody is even thinking about offending me, or how they are coming at me with something, so, you know, why not just go ahead and say what bother you? Go
1: ahead and say what you're feeling. Go ahead and tell this person what you see, you know, and talk about it. Yes. 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 Oh, my gosh. I can't even tell you how it felt when I first started Like taking that stuff that I had suppressed for so long because I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings or didn't want to ruffle any feathers. And here comes the negative part of Libra energy. We don't like conflict per se. Like you know, we're trying to avoid that at all at all costs. Like we want to be peacekeepers, you know. And. It's stirring your soul deep down inside of someone that's pissing you off, but you want to keep the peace. One side is going to win out. That's what always happens, ultimately. Mm -hmm. You know? You ain't going to be able to suppress that stuff forever. Like, if
2: I pour water into a cup, there's only so much water I can pour into it before that shit overflow. Yeah, exactly. Because Because that's exactly what what happens. You'll sit there and then, you You know know what it'll make make happen. happen? Um... The smallest thing can happen. There's some little tiny, petty thing that would have normally been absolutely nothing to you, but that one little tiny thing, you know, like you use my my favorite pen, and now you're ready to just start to get my hair and play around like a you know, helicopter for the whole house, you know, like you just, you lost your shit, you know? Like, yes, I acknowledge you, know? You know, just, you know? Yes! Yes, they have the nerves and like, dang, it's just a kid. No, last Tuesday, you know, and then like two weeks ago, like, I'm just been stacking all this shit on top now. I'm just gonna be out of line, you know, because you damn big offense with my pen, and that's it. Everybody's it. You just <laughs> lost your shit, you know? Yeah, it yes. never smells yes. like that. Or you go in the refrigerator
1: and you, you know, who likes the last whatever? Or ate my specialty? That's it. You just ready fuck it up, you know? You just snap. And people don't, really, they're like, it's so small. It's like, so? You, I mean, think about it like in the terms of the water I was just talking about. Mm-hmm. You can have a full glass full of water and it take one drop to make that joint overflow.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. There's it's a breaking great. point for everything. So, so we have to avoid, I, I think, suppression first of all which is difficult to to deal with because i would rather address things before i exploded than to flip out but i do have to point out that sometimes some people need that to happen that eruption yeah yeah because that eruption it, it 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 comes from way down deep and shows whoever you are erupting on that obviously there's been something going on for a long time. And even though you weren't addressing it, it's still serious.
2: Yeah. It's yeah. still serious. But when, you know, the first time that that actually happened to me, where I was just and everything down and then I finally exploded. And, you know, up until this point in my life, now I shouldn't. You know, every now and then, I you know, I try to get myself... And if I realize that I'm holding on to something, I try to go ahead and say something, I to go ahead and release it. But every now and then, I slip and I just start packing it on top of each other, you know? But I should know by now that it's something that I need to say right then. I need to go ahead and address it right then so it doesn't get to that point. Yes. I, I never wanted to get to a point where I am so overheated that I just, you know, that I don't have full control of it, you know? Because I'm actually. I am afraid of my own temper and what mm. it is, you know, and what it could possibly get to. I've, I've felt like I may not always express it or show it on the outside, but I know what it feels like on the inside. And I don't, I don't think that I ever want that to be unleashed onto a
3: person. you
2: know what I mean. So, yeah, so it's just kind of like, I, I, as, you know, knowing myself being that somewhere, as I am, I really need to just never suppress anything. I need to address it right then because I know what's you know what's lying in the end. You know what I mean? I know what's, what's going to come out.
1: You want that beast like
2: locked up? She's crazy. She's She is ready to just <laughs> not on your damn. Head. She is not. She needs to just stay in her in hibernation forever. Yes.
1: So when it comes to us not suppressing and us, you know, kind of realizing that the beast within can be a little scary, you, you kind of bargain with yourself a little bit and go, okay, well, look, I, I really don't want to unleash the beast, but I do have to address some of these things. This is the part that's hard for people. And again, going personal with y'all, mine hasn't always, like when I have had to tell somebody that they were crossing a boundary that was family. It hasn't always been a pretty conversation. I don't want to make it seem like when you have, have to put your foot, foot down, it's just going to be all peaches and cream. cream. It's come like, oh, Okay, well, I understand where you're what coming from If you're lucky, maybe you that will happen. Yeah. Um, in my experience, very, it, it it has never happened to me. Not no, not at all. But You can't be scared of
2: that conflict that may
1: arise from you. You know establishing a memory
2: just like you were um, telling me earlier you know when i was you know going through all of you know we were talking about moms and relationships and stuff like that um you said that you're basically letting them know that you do that Like I see you Mm -hmm. in all of your bullshit. I see you. Every time that you go ahead and you talk about it right here and you call out on it and you don't suppress it, you're letting them know that you see them. Whenever you set um, your boundaries because of whatever happened between the two of you that led you to set those boundaries,
0: you're letting them know that
2: you see them. They can't handle that. They can't handle the fact that you see them in all in all in their entirety, you know? You are so right it. That's why that conversation goes left real quick because you're you're setting boundaries and you're having a conversation with them. And they get all you know over offended and try to figure out some kind of way to um turn it around and and blame you and play victim. That's because they can't handle being seen as the person that they are. They know who they are. They just don't want you to see it. But when you yes. call them out, you, you see it. Yes. We definitely was hitting on that
1: like hard earlier, and, and basically the realization that kind of came to you know play was that if you let somebody know hey, like, you know, I don't appreciate this, or I see this, or, you know, this is a boundary that I'm drawing because you are a habitual mind-stepper, and I'm sorry, I can't stand me a habitual mind-stepper, you know, that that really just doesn't mind, like, tap dancing all over your nerves. And And they'll realize that because you ain't prone to say something, they think that shit is sweet, so they feel like tap dancing all over your nerves is something they can do once you let them know that look i see what you're doing and i yeah. take responsibility for allowing you to do it since it took me so long to say something first of all they can't handle
3: that nobody's ever
2: expecting you to be
1: like it's my fault
2: for allowing right yeah yeah, yeah. Which is the exact same conversation, same conversation that I've had that I had just the other day with my mom. I said, I should I should up. To, you know, I'm going to get really upset with her. You know, over something that it didn't do. And then I just calmed down and I came back and I said, you know, what? I was I'm fine. Uh, it was my fault. You didn't do anything wrong. But show up just as you are. If you, you are for me, that's who you are. You have always been. Mm My bad, you know. My bad 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 for letting my car down down for a second. second I think that, that, you know, I had hope hope that we were getting closer, or that it was going to be back to how it used to be at whatever point that that was I'm trying to get to, you know. Mm -hmm. But. It you know, I just don't know I, I just should not have been that upset with her because she hasn't done anything wrong, so she's just one of those personages, she so she's just being her. Yeah, you know, I was just, I was sitting I was just like, you know, what the fuck am I thinking? Like, why am I so easy? You know, what that am
1: I thinking? That brings up a good point, too. When people show you who you are, believe them, and oftentimes you may know or not. Who that person is, then you go, Why am I letting them upset me in this way? Because that's just who they are. If they change or grow, you know, that's really on their terms. You have no control over it. It's not something that you can dictate, it's not something that you can force. So the realization that, oh my God, this person is who they are. That's taking your power back away with that realization because you're going, I'm not going to give you the power to
0: upsetting
2: me because I understand where you're at. You show me where you're at. You show me who you are. Yeah. And they sometimes sometimes they barely can not even sometimes they can't they barely can look Mm. at them. Mm. You know? Mm. So they damn sure don't want you to see them. Nope. You know? Nope. Why would they? They can't even have a look at those. I know that's right. I like people
1: I remember a long time ago because um both me and we have the same like order in our family, as far as you know, we're the oldest, and then we got younger sister. And I remember way before like being even any type of spiritually inclined, a conversation I would have with a lot of my friends would be how I didn't understand why my sister got treated differently than I. More favorably, baby, catered to, you know, all of that. I always felt like the the lone man out. But the thing was, I was having this conversation oftentimes with people that could not relate, you know. They had their mother as their best friend. Um, They didn't know what it felt like at all to not really feel tight and close with your mother or feel like you could go to her about anything. So like sometimes they wouldn't know how to handle that conversation or what I was saying to them. I really didn't get anything from it but the opportunity to vent.
3: <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. you know,
1: I, I didn't get any advice or any comfort or anything because they legitimately did not have the same experience. So they could not, you know, they couldn't give that back to me. And what that made me realize is a lot of my
2: like hope was based on what I saw other people have. I saw other people having money to be their best friends. Yeah, yeah.
0: And so I thought that's
2: just how it was supposed to be for everybody.
1: And uh, I remember the first time I said this to you and we both like kinda had this this epiphany. That's not what we're supposed to have apparently.
2: And that's okay.
1: We just didn't
2: look at it as okay. We just, don't know, yeah. we, we were resisting what was actually going on. You know, it took a while to see that that's not what we were supposed to have, to be able to develop in the way that we have. Mm-hmm. But you see how just the other day, it, I was still a little bothered by it because even though I realized that that's uh, not something. I am supposed to have, for whatever reason, or to deserve my purpose, or to be who I need to be. I still kind of, you know, desire it. And I guess you just—I mean, you're someone's daughter, so of course, you know what I'm mean? saying. Like you, you want know that with a mom. You just, it's not, i don't think that it's something that's ever going to go away.
0: It's going to kind of
2: thug at you a little bit here and there, even though you come to time with that you, you, uh, thats not something that you're supposed to have right now
3: yes yes because
1: we don't know if it's impossible to have that in the future but it's, it's about,
2: about moment. Yeah.
1: yes and if we are supposed to live in this moment because that's really all we have the past is going yeah. the future hasn't come yet you have to be
3: okay or,
1: or kind of like train yourself to be okay with accepting certain things so yeah. if you're not having that closeness you can't keep be like, well, why Ooh, I don't understand. Well, you know, everybody else has that. You're causing yourself more suffering mm-hmm. by doing that. You're not just going, okay, like, fine. Apparently, and me and you talk about this all the time, that we picked. We picked and chose yeah. our yeah. experiences for exactly. the for Every time we had included this one. So apparently
3: mm-hmm. I chose to have the experience of
1: understanding what it's
3: yeah. like not to have that closeness with my mom and if yeah. comes to my pets,
2: what the fuck am i acting like a yeah. crazy person it's, over yeah for? it's like why am i having why am i struggling with it so you know even if it doesn't come up off and it comes up enough you know i chose this for whatever reason just just accept it, as yeah. it is and yeah. let it be but you know just because we know that um but life you know, anything in life can change. That's where that hope comes in. Just because we know that there's a possibility mm-hmm. that it can change. We just end up still holding on to that hope.
3: It might change. It might not. But we need
2: to just carry on in life and just do our thing. You know what I mean? Let them don't don't just be um dazzled by like, like a little five-minute thing, you know. Oh, we had a good conversation today. It may be, you know, it may be different. we may be No, just wait that shit out. You're just gonna keep coming before you let the dependency down. You know, we need to judge better. You know, ourselves to keep ourselves protected. You know, until we see consistent change. Yes,
1: because you, you will disappoint yourself otherwise and be every sit, single time. just mm-hmm. sitting there getting all upset all over him when you know about sin.
3: Yeah,
2: <laughs>
1: you know you want to get back You know, be you know, like that Jones. Yeah, not the table <laughs> over. <Where are> <laughs> I'm yeah. not gonna
2: be in it. I'm not going in it. I'm not gonna in it today. It like you remember that. that. And a lot yeah. See, I
1: feel like some, some people, people think when I say that you have to take responsibility in, in situations like that, they turn around that you're that victim blaming because if someone yeah. does something terrible you, to why you, why should you have to take it? Because you, because you, you have, have to. I'm sorry don't you don't hear people like
3: hearing this. I'm not, I'm not saying, saying you're responsible for the, for the fact that you,
1: you, you got treated the way that you did that you got abused. Right, and, right, and only would I, I ever say that you're
2: healing is 100% your fucking responsibility yep every single bit of it is not on anyone else you have to do the work you have to walk in it is all yours it's up it's up that you have to heal from um, something that someone else did but that's what happens it happens all the time we all are healing from something that someone else did to us you just have to you know you just have to keep going. it's easier than uh, you know look at how much I struggle with and then now, I'm sitting here like, you know, you just have to keep going. It's but you <laughs> do keep going, going. to be rough, okay? It's mm-hmm. going to be rough as hell.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But you keep going, though. I'm not saying that you keep going, and it's just going to be like skipping through a field of power. No, it's going to be some shit. It's going to be raining shit. I'm You know? Mm-hmm. Because you take the
1: responsibility of keeping and pushing forward. Because... I mean, I'm a person that I stuck a victim mentality before when I was going through some of the worst shit that one could ever go through in one's life, and I wasn't getting any help from my family. Mind you, these are people that can calling me forever. Somebody died in the family, I'm making a program to save the, the family money, you know, making a, like, a little program for the funeral. No matter what everybody needed, I was there. And the minute that I needed help more than I ever needed help in my life, nobody was helping me. And yeah. that will change you as a person. I'm glad that it happened. It didn't feel good at the time. Um, because I could not get past it. It felt like it was, like, a two- or three-year period where I just could not get past or understand why I was like why do I deserve this why am I a person that helps everybody and I can't get any help and it made me bitter yeah. and it made me angry and it made me depressed yeah because I was bucking against what was what, what, what? could have been done if like I was in a different mind frame and understanding what I do now is okay so they don't help you like you help them now what yeah. now what Oh, you know what that now what became? I began to surround myself and have people attracted to me and, um, and, you know, me to them. People that did appreciate me. People that did reciprocate my effort. So if it didn't come from my family, that was fine. At least I was still getting it. I built my family.
3: Yeah. This person I'm talking to
1: on this podcast,
2: she is my family, you know? Right, right. and you are mine. Like, I, you know, I think that that actually helped um, getting over a whole lot of things i didn't you know i was i felt something understood. i felt like i didn't have the love that i wanted you know um it just you know it seemed like the relationship with me and my mom was never going to be what i wanted to be and then you know here you you know you stepped into my life and then it was like i was finally understood i had someone that you know didn't did, did make me feel like i was crazy you know that rooted me on me while i was growing um never, never got, got down, down on me when I flipped. You know what I mean? That was a little nursing and that was most like murdering shit. Like you just, you know, it really um it really
1: helped me out a lot. Yes, and I think to myself all the time, if I had gotten what I thought I was supposed to get from the people I thought I was supposed to get it from, i.e. my family, then I wouldn't even know you. Yeah. That's the deep part. Like, you know what I mean? Um, it was the lack of um, that reciprocation and, and, and not really feeling close that opened up a space for me to look for that in the world you know I would
0: have never looked
1: yeah. for that if I received it and right. that's just the way that it went and I accepted it and that acceptance though I mean you are kind of accepting something shitty if you just think about it like, like, like nobody that. purposely probably wants to do you know what <laughs> just don't want none of my family to understand me like that's kind of a shitty thing on the surface to think of but there's so much underneath it that was so much better that I was in store for I didn't even need what I thought I needed right I didn't I didn't need it I had it tenfold you know, elsewhere, from our soul family. So, you know, people on your spiritual journeys and on your walks, I just want you to be aware of the fact that, like, what you may not get from your family is still waiting out there for you in the world. You just gotta be open to it. Don't
3: pull yourself off.
2: Yeah, you may find it in someone else, you may find it in yourself, you know. I'm glad that I was able to find it with you and I also was able to find it within myself. Just yes. hang on, there's, you know, you're not crazy, you know, you're not alone. We are all going through all this stuff, you know, also. So, you know, I mean, it, it, gets, it gets rough. Like, I still have, you know, since it to today that I should lay in bed and sleep for a week and not go outside, you know, yeah. Yeah. but
1: it's, you have the good you have the bad ones, you have the people. So the key here is number one, you got to be brave enough to realize that it's okay if things aren't ideal um, in your familial relationships. That's, that's a big part, accepting that. Like, if you're in denial and you stay in denial about it, you're never, not, you're never going to make any progress. Yeah. As, long as, as long as you're going, this shouldn't be happening, but it is happening. Right. You know what I mean? Um, that shouldn't be the way that I was treated. Well, that was the way that you were treated. And in yeah. a lot of ways, if the acceptance is the first part. You ain't alone nowhere unless you accept it. It's just how it is. The moment that I accepted that, I opened myself up to my soul family. And this is something that I believe... More than I know my own name. Your tribe is out there. Right. May yeah. not be the tribe you came from, but it's the tribe you're gonna find. Yeah, yeah. I just need yeah. everybody to like embrace that. <laughs> I, uh, I don't feel like it's a theme. And then you also have to be brave in, you know, finding it within yourself to go, okay, I have to address this. You know, if, if you have a problem with someone or there's been tension growing for years, you can't use the excuse of family to let them get away with it. Your peace yeah. is more important than someone getting away with it.
2: Yeah, it is, it definitely is. I'm just, you know, even though the that happened from a few days ago, I don't feel just, you know, I'm glad that I was able to calm myself go down and realize, you know, like, hold on, just a sec, okay? This is the same thing that you've been dealing with, you know, -hmm. pump the brakes. Pump the brakes, check yourself, and just let that shit go.
1: And you don't have to scream on nobody about it if you don't want to, if you can, you know what I mean? If you can get to the place where you're just like, look, I just need to mm -hmm. speak about this because I need to draw a boundary. Sometimes that boundary... Um, can mean you sometimes have to go no, no contact with people. I understand that. But sometimes it means that you are reestablishing the, like, the structure of your relationship with that person, you know, where you're letting them know because of how, you know, they've acted towards you or made you feel that you have to operate in a different way. You're just, like, kind of giving them notice, I guess, in a way. Now no, granted, not. I feel this is a lot different if we talking about like narcissists and stuff. Like, like that's a whole other Yeah.
2: Oh god. Ew. Look, Well, like, that's oh. Yeah. You no, you
1: no. you ain't bargaining with them. You're not gonna be able to say anything to, you know, no. some someone that is a manipulative narcissist you know, that like, Oh, you've overstepped my boundaries. Don't there's no point. With those types now, like, no. that's when you just gotta be like, nah, I'm done. You know, but
2: like you, with, you, with those types of people, you you can't even tell them that it's set a boundary. Just just don't say anything. Just cut it. Yep. Just set the ties, just ties. Walk away at like it never happened. Just you know, just like I don't even know who you are. That's those how you are, have to treat yep. That's, yep.
1: that's when you just you just have to separate. Because believe me, you'll be putting yourself through way more um, if you try to explain to them why they're wrong. But in in general, in a general sense, you can set your boundaries with people. It's even okay yeah. to let them kind of have their say. You just have to keep in mind, they are who they are. Yeah, yeah. You can't change who they are. You won't change who they are. The only people that can change who they are is them. Yeah. There's yeah. so much peace be found. If you get
2: stuck in that trap with them, you know, it, it just, it slows you down. It close your, your world down. You know, you have to just let them do their little thing over there. No matter what you say, no one is going to um, no understand you But a person that wants to understand you, that you can understand. Yes. You know, you're not going to be able to give them to understand boundaries. You're not going to be able to get them to understand the way that they hurt you and how you feel if they don't want to hear that. You know, it's just like you're going to be talking to yourself. It seems like it's um, having an effect, but it's not.
0: Yes. It, it's yes. only having an impact on you you just don't see it yet
2: because they're just going to listen to you and say okay and agree and then they're going to turn around and do the exact same thing you know yes or you're going to get the, the
1: famous objection and I know we have both experienced it I was talking to someone else who's experienced it too where you'll tell a person what they've done and how it made you feel and they go well that's your perception
2: <laughs> oh oh <laughs> yes <Yeah>, because <laughs> Let me just, look, you know, I was like, oh, look, that sent me right up there to that damn pen again, you know? <laughs> because this is the thing, like, I had someone tell me that same thing, you know, I told them what I was in, what I felt, and they were like, well, that's just how you do, yeah, that as your presence. Um, I am, and you know and most everybody that deals with me knows that what it takes me to come to a conclusion or to you know, before I even voice what I actually see, I have come from every perspective that I possibly can you know, I've come from their perspective mine um, and it's because I'm so busy trying to learn more about myself while I'm learning about whatever incident or whatever situation is in front of me I know that I sit and I analyze and I think and I connect all the dots before I, Now, when I tell you that I see something in you, and it's 100% absolutely correct because you don't know the thought process and the intuition that I've channeled and the, you know, all of that that, that has come, you know, that has been a part of me like coming to that conclusion about you you'll yes. never be able to tell me well that's just how you choose to see it I didn't know it is the, absolute, it is the truth just, I, have your, yes, I have considered yes I've considered your side and everybody else's it's not me yeah. just like overreacting I've sat with no. this no yeah, Don't yeah I, I, I might
1: invalidate you that way Yeah.
2: no oh no no I'm just like no 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 I'm sorry like that will never fly with me ever because I, I know I mean you been on the other end of the phone. We, you know, text all day, sent you know, audio all day, and I'm constantly talking around with you, like, you know, okay, well, I understand that it may be this, 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 but I feel like, well, you know, like, it is a whole, I am eating it out, and I am connecting every guy, and I am trying to come up from a place of understanding, so I'm not just throwing something out at you, and, and, and just who you are as a person. No, I made a, you know, I, it, It took a lot to get
1: that decision about you. And when you are very self-aware, and not only that, aware and keenly attuned, especially intuitively, Mm -hmm. to the motivations and actions of other people, they can try to tell you all day, like, you know, you're only seeing it from your side. No, I felt you.
2: Mm -hmm. Oh, I see you. Like you said earlier, don't get it twisted. I see you. Yeah, like I see you, I see you. You are not hiding that mask; is falling off somewhere, and you lost it. I see your ass; you are exposed. And it's them that's living in denial at that point,
1: mm-hmm. you know. Because I feel like yeah. in any really truly healthy situations, if someone brings something to you, like if you bring something to me tomorrow, Rosita, like that, uh, if it's something I did. Because Mm -hmm. of my relationship with you and the strength of it and and the fact that it's a healthy relationship, you ain't gonna catch me me, being like, Oh, you tripping.
0: You
2: tripping
1: you know. Exactly.
2: like I couldn't imagine you coming and telling me in some way that I that you that you feel because of something that I did and that, that I was not aware of and I'm just gonna say, Oh no, that wasn't what that was, you tripping. Even if it was not what you saw and right. I'm going to explain it to you or tell you exactly what it is and try to come from where you are you know it's not about me anymore it's about how you feel you are telling me how you feel about it what you did made me feel this way you know how yes. can I say I, I can't tell you how the hell you're supposed to feel or how you're feeling I can just tell you that no that wasn't my intention you know yes. or I meant it this, this way or I'm sorry I wasn't you know um, right. I wasn't aware yeah. you know what I mean no it, it, you can't tell the person how they feel about them.
1: Exactly. And in any healthy situation, anybody that's giving you a lot of pushback and blowback, you know, they're not really ready or mature enough emotionally to handle you. You know, that'll show you that that connection, no matter how much you want it to exist, is not healthy. It's not healthy and you should not feel like you have to jump through hoops with that yeah. person any longer, because that's not fair, you know what I mean? Your feelings should be considered, and anyone who cares about you, calls you a friend, sister, or, mm-hmm. you know, close to them, will try to understand and make it right with you in whatever way they can. No excuses. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, No.
1: None whatsoever. So if any of y'all are experiencing, you know, any of this where, you know, there's something that you need to get off your chest, you, you get that off your chest to the person you need to get it off your chest to and they give you a bunch of like oh no, like you're taking it wrong and none of it is trying to come to a point of understanding and respecting your feelings that may yeah. just be a situation you gotta back away from and don't feel bad right. about it yeah we ain't doing that, nope I know I keep saying it's 2020 and we ain't doing a whole bunch of stuff no more <laughs>
2: <Like> <laughs> it's 2020 we ain't doing none of this Wait, no, nothing this. all of this is unacceptable. No Everything way, not moving them
1: tables about the pens for no reason. Like, you know, boundaries yeah. are very important and again to go all astrological. Y'all know we are under the influence of Jupiter and Capricorn until December and what I keep calling that, the theme of it is the lessons are the blessings. So what you can learn from these situations is what you're supposed to take away from it. So in other words, you confront your family or put your foot down and let people know, like, hey, here's what I'm not accepting anymore. Even if they don't take it well, there's still a lesson there for you that's a blessing. Okay. Um, yeah. be it you learned oh my goodness, this is why I'm supposed to have boundaries. This is why I'm not supposed to let people walk over it. Whatever it is, there's a lesson there for you. Right. And we ain't foregoing no lessons this year. We need them all. Uh uh-uh. uh.
2: No, we're getting all that shit in. <laughs> let yeah, we're we getting it, it in. No. <laughs> go ahead. Bring it on. I mean, look, we got to deal with it anyway. I don't want to repeat of this shit. I don't want to do it again. Just go ahead. Sprinkle me with lessons. You know, I, I know that's give it all right. to me that's a great
1: point you bring I'm up <laughs> my soul I'm wants tired. a little bit of a break like I don't want to have to repeat this because I was like all willy nilly like yes. having lessons pop up and I was like no, no that's not what that means Mm-mm. Mm.
2: no I don't want to do that no that's stupid la 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 <laughs> no, <laughs> no I want to do all of it give it all to me I won't complain about it anymore
1: yep because the universe will damn sure bring it back around but be it this lifetime oh, yeah. or the next No yeah and I don't want to play this game again. No, no. And I hope none of y'all do either, cause ooh, my soul's tired.
2: I hope y'all don't. It's not worth it, y'all. Uh uh. not these battles out, right here. <laughs> and the
1: and the fact about it is I think just people hearing, you know, that other people experience this may be empowering to them. So they know that's like not just them. I know for a while I thought it was just me because the people around me didn't have these like, you know, distorted relationships with their family. I'm sitting there trying to explain it to people who couldn't understand, feeling all alone. Y'all not alone. Yeah, you're not. We understand, we feel you. and and we're here for it. And this woman on this line is a wonderful, wonderful counselor. Could you please let
2: them know some of your specialties? Some of the Um, things you do? Well, um, right now I am a crisis counselor for the volunteer Tech line. I'm counseling um, teenagers that take them to the line, um, you know, going through whatever crisis they may be going through, if they just want to call again and things like that. I pressed pause on uh, on getting my psychology degree to take up um, IT management, but I'm going to get back to it, and I really want to counsel young women that have experienced childhood trauma, um, sexual assault, and things like that, just let them know that they can find healing before they even get out into the world, you know, I just don't want to see another young woman being in her 30s before she can deal with you know what happened to her as a child you know what I mean yes I definitely get that I just kind of want to that's exactly what I want to do and I also kind of I have so many ideas it's ridiculous you know I'm always hitting you with like a new idea oh you know we need to do this like I'm telling you the next half of my life is just about to be crazy um, <laughs> it's gonna be like the best half it is because I mean I want to get into neuropsychology but at the same time I'm trying to finish my IT degree and everything so I mean I don't know what um the universe is molding me for but I, I just know it's gonna be lit bit, okay yes
1: and she's like a wonderful ear just to like and considers all sides, and I feel so bad because yesterday, and anybody that is on the Spiritual Gax Certified Facebook page, probably saw this post when we was uh, when I put up there. Apparently, and this was new to both me and Rosita. I had never heard of this before in my whole life. So you got to excuse the, both of us if we still in a little bit of shock that there yeah. are people that do not have inner monologues that yeah. don't hear this like little like little voice you know, when they're considering
2: different things, And we was like, what? It just, it completely just, you know, I had stuff to do that day. Look, I'm, <laughs> look, I'm blaming you. Like, like I had work and everything. And then I'm still doing um, some additional training for the crisis line. And then you hit me with that rabbit hole, like all of the side of my head. And I'm like, damn, man. You know, like, oh God, I'm gonna be so, I'm gonna be obsessed with this shit. But like, you know, until, Next month sometime and now I just can't stop looking it up. Just, I had no idea. So everybody's a voice in their head, like I'm look, this is what I say with my, you know, Dorky to you know, I was just like, who do you talk? To? Yeah. <laughs> who do you talk to, who you <laughs> talk to, to with off, <laughs> Who do you talk to with nobody's around? You, you're like, you can't talk to yourself. What in you know? What is that? You know, I'm like, I don't, you know, I, I still don't know what to do with it. It just has me like completely bored, You know, I don't yes. know what I would do if I couldn't hear my little voice in my head. You know.
1: And you know what i've seen a a variety of different answers to this and i I found like a little bit of clarity that i think makes me understand it better but i participated years ago in this program called the landmark forum which is like a life coaching program and you i mean when you take part in this program it's like 500 other people in the room with you like it's like it's a lot and it's a unique experience because you got people from all walks of life in this room all sharing their traumatic experiences and it it is truly life changing let me tell you but one of the first things that they say when all these people are sitting in the room and they're introducing you to you know the concepts that they're going to talk about they go um, you know you gotta quiet that little voice in your head sometimes and then they pause and then they go if any of you just asked what little voice is the little voice that said what the hell are they talking about and so it's funny because that speaks from the position that it's assuming that we all have this inner monologue and I that you know made me go well damn there was people probably sitting in that room really like what the fuck are they talking about because I don't have a little voice yeah
2: I mean can you imagine just sitting there and they're like what
1: (laughs) I love, like you just I, made I, them
2: feel like hell crazy, <laughs> <angry,"> you
1: know <laughs> yes and people said that on the page there was one young lady that even said something to the effect of I only thought that happened in movies like when you're watching movies and you know the characters haven't they're not speaking but they're having an inner monologue I just thought that was a, a movie thing and I was like
2: seriously oh my goodness like, <laughs> just, yeah. can, you, can you imagine watching a movie
1: and being like well who crazy ass is sitting there having a whole damn conversation with themselves
2: yeah. <laughs> Like, and I know that they have to think that it's just as crazy with us sitting here, that like you know we think it's crazy like what oh my god I mean they feel the same way but I just how I don't know how that missed me, you know me neither. How the <laughs> knowledge of that missed me. With all the stuff that because you know we dig and dig and dig and research and find all kind of stuff mm-hmm. and share with each other. And then all of a sudden now at almost forty we find out that everybody <laughs> just ain't having a whole conversation itself. You know, like what I was like, My I God. have questions.
1: I straight up ask people. That's I, what I, I apologize. was like, I have
2: Look, I, was ha- I had so many questions. I was asking, look, you just found the information too, and I'm asking you questions. <laughs> like, and I'm like, asking I what, is that why people read out loud? Just you know, whatever Yo. question I can think of, just like what, what, you know, what's this? Well, what about this? And I'm like, she don't know. Hell, we finding this out together. <laughs>
1: Shoot. it had me. Like I was like, I hope I'm not offensive because I was asking people on the page. i, was
2: I like, oh, now, oh, you know, I'm offensive. I, I don't. <laughs> I. I. It's not. It is not intentional. I just. I, I'm I'm genuine, and if I'm asking something, is is not to be that way. I, I really want to know. I'm, I'm curious, you know. Yeah, yeah.
1: I had to tell them though. Like, look, I hope this don't sound like a stupid question, but you just said <laughs> that you don't have an inner monologue. So, what do you have? Is do you see words?
3: Do yes, you, you see, see pictures? pictures? Yeah. Do you see nothing?
1: No <laughs> whole movie
2: playing in your head. Tell me. Tell me that. I need to know.
1: I need to know. Some people described it as um, their thoughts, like, provoke emotions in them that they can't put into words unless they try to um, verbalize it out loud. And I was like, okay, like, I guess. I mean, I, I don't know if I can necessarily relate, but that sounds better than me thinking you just don't have anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I just assumed they didn't have nothing going on. Like, when I said, okay, they don't have an in I'm like,
2: okay, so it's empty up in that yard. Like, <laughs> so it Like, it ain't nothing happening up there. Y'all just, you just walk around just spitting out shit. But, you know, it did make me think, like, I, um, before I say something, sometimes, I try to phrase it in a way that doesn't hurt a person's feelings, or, um, um, you know, I just, I think about it before I say it. So, it just makes me, like, it feels like they are absolutely... Just honest, you know? Yes. They don't have, they don't think about it. And what they are saying, you need to hear because it is every bit of the truth. <laughs> it it was not sugar. Yeah, it uh, yeah, it is crisp like it's a McDonald's plate, You know what I mean? Yeah, crisp and shit. Like, maybe mean, shit. yeah like dead in fact, you know, you got a cough and your eyes started watering or some shit, nose start running. <laughs> like you need like they miss that shit. Don't you sit there and try to make no excuses for am like, well maybe he didn't mean it like that. Maybe she didn't. Yes, she did. She he said did it straight mean. out. <laughs> it came Straight off the factory, she meant exactly what she said, and you don't need to second guess it at all. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and we, we it. you know, like we sugarcoat things for people. To some not, extent, not yes. this. yeah, like you know, not to be fake, but just to you just learn how some people take things, so you try to communicate with them from where they come from, so you don't just say it harshly, you know.
1: Yeah, I gotta say it to myself. Consider what yeah. I know about the person and how they would take it, and then I can feel free to open up my mouth and you yeah. know that's 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 just something that we've done all the time so I didn't I guess I didn't consider you yeah. know other people didn't and I really thank the people that shared their experiences so readily on the page thank y'all because ooh, I even had what does somebody else say they said something to the effect of um one person said it's a struggle not to have that little voice I'm not saying that it's a struggle for everybody but you know this is something that they express that it's a struggle not to have it because they have a hard time expressing what it is that they're thinking or feeling because they don't even have it together yet and
2: I was like well thank you for your honesty like yeah
1: listen listen we all just I was just
2: watching those comments rolling and I was just like looking at it you know it's like I already like we read the article we followed up with some stuff yep the post it was just kind of like, damn, you know, like, yes, yeah, like, it's, it's actually real, you know? <laughs> this is an actual
1: thing. I was 39 years old when I realized that everybody don't walk around
2: having a whole monologue. Sometimes I have different voices in my head, too, depending I on I know, what. like, I'm so <laughs> upset about it. I'm just like, y'all sitting over here with nothing, and I probably got like 20 people floating around and there <laughs> telling me random ass shit throughout the day.
1: Yep, just like, yes, whole conversations. So I, that's... That's beautiful that we can still, you know, pick up on new things that help us to better understand other human beings.
2: Yeah, that just shows you that no matter how old you get, there's always going to be something new in life for you to learn.
1: Yes, yes. Y'all hear that? Learning is a continual process. Shoot, we might be 89 and something like even more poignant smack us in the damn face and teach us that, you know, we process things differently and, you know... I'm sure. I know I'm gonna be following up on this, and I'm sorry that I took you down the rabbit hole.
2: But <laughs> yeah, you did. And you know, at the same time, I was like low key mad at you, and I was like, oh, that's why I love her. <laughs> you know, like you know, she always sending me shit, and i will be sitting here just suck, like you know, just just thinking about it, just suck. But yeah, like you know the rest of the day.
1: I just dropped it in her inbox like boom, because that's yeah, hey, exactly how you how doing, I Boom. Me.
2: Guess what I found? Damn. <laughs>
1: I knew you was going to respond the same way you did to Like, what? Like, yeah. no. Like, hold on,
2: hold on. Like, what now? <laughs> it had, yeah, it had me. It had me. I didn't
1: know what to do. Yeah, I seen somebody else say, so I saw one person say, oh, well, okay, so we'll put it to you this way. You know how we talk about meditation and they're telling you to quiet the little voice? I'm not trying to say that our voice runs so amok that we don't have any control over it because I feel like sometimes when you're in the flow of your creativity or whatever, you align with it and it no longer is like talking, you're just working with it, you know what I mean? But then I also saw somebody say that they feel as if you have to be very self-aware to have that little voice. Yeah. And like, if you're the type of person that is committed to healing and understanding things, you're going to have it come because some people said they didn't remember having that little voice until certain things happened to them, you know, until they had like a spiritual awakening or like something that had been traumatic for them. They finally decided to deal with. So I'm like, there's so many different good answers that I'm seeing here that I'm just like, oh yes, okay, I can yeah. accept
0: this. I'm a little past oh, yeah. the.
2: Shot. Well, that is something. It's something. <laughs> it, it got me. It got me. She was like, I can't stand this bitch
1: for dropping this shit. Yeah, just like out of like, you
2: know, like stop look, stop bothering me. You know, stop messing with me all the time. I'm so <laughs> Hey, sorry, I'm going I... down the rabbit hole. Come with me. Okay. Look, here I come okay.
1: And I even told you, I saw that post two times before I decided I was going to like actually investigate. I saw it. I was like, nope, I ain't going down that rabbit hole. Nope, 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 nope. Just yeah. seen it somewhere else, and I was like, that's a sign because I know three times a yeah. charm. If I'd have seen it the third time, that was it. So I was like, I'm just going to take it right now. We're going mm-hmm. to examine this. So whether you have a little voice in your head or not, <laughs> I hope yeah. when it comes to dealing with relationships, especially your familial relationships where you may feel an obligation to have a connection or to act a certain way that you consider yourself, your own mental health, your own emotional health, Your own well-being, and stop suppressing that just because your family. Like we, I'm just trying to bring it full circle again. Whether that means you are seeing a picture of it in your head or not, (laughs) (laughs) it is important for you to not be a continual victim to the behavior of other people just because you are related to them. Find that strength within you to confront it, accept it, confront it, and deal with it. Right.
2: Right, right.
1: Oh my God,
2: it's been so awesome having you on here. See, I'm gonna be bothering it's been her more. Fun. I know, like I've, it, I've, it's been way overdue, way yeah. overdue. I know I've been having like all these little roller coaster rides in my life and all of that, but I definitely had a good time. And you know, it's something I look. You, you talked me out of a, you know, out of a cell that first time, and I actually, yeah. you know, just really, really enjoyed it. You know, I was nervous and shit. Like, I don't, I don't want to talk. <laughs>
1: Listen, and I didn't blame you because I'm so glad I did because it's because of you that I finally was like, I'm going to do the podcast. I said to you, I want to do a podcast for a whole damn year before the thing even popped up Yeah, because uh, yeah. I, I myself was scared. But like I said, it's all love because there is a certain energy that people have that have a willingness to help other people. And sometimes with a strong and serious of a mission as that is, we get a little nervous with the enormity of it all. When really most of the time it's just about connecting with people and having a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. you know and sharing your experience sharing your expertise and sharing your knowledge if anybody should want to happen to reach out to you to talk to you she also does dream interpretation i don't know nothing about that i ain't going front yes. Th- this girl yes. did helped help me so damn much
2: to uncover <laughs> I, look, what the I hell my forgot. dreams mean <laughs> i
1: even forgot
2: about it myself i guess because you know i get tunnel vision when i'm working on one thing and then it's kind of like i know all the stuff that i do and that i can do and you'll be like you know well tell everybody about your specialties and i'm just like um you know my favorite <laughs> color is purple you know it has absolutely nothing to do with what the hell you think. you know what i mean you just yeah. get like everything that you do you know I'm like, but i mean i'm getting ready to rebrand everything now anyway so you know but next podcast you know i'll probably be able to um tell everybody exactly where to go for Yay, yay.
1: In the meantime, y'all too, um, I just wanted to let everybody know, I don't know if I mentioned this on the last episode, like I'm starting monthly counseling sessions with astrology. I will post a link to those services in the description of this episode. I'm so excited to be able to do this. Mind you, space is limited for a lot of these different services because they're personalized. This is not like general, like, oh, let me just tell you about your sun sign. Oh, let me just tell you about your... No, I'm going to base it on your particular chart and what you going through so i will post that link in the description again i thank my beautiful best friends are coming on the show again and chopping it up with me yes yes anytime she just bring out all the seriousness and all the silliness simultaneously in me
3: <laughs>
1: like so easily so easily. I just, yes i just get to be myself and i'm so grateful for you Bessie. so thank you for coming on no problem, anytime, anytime. Awesome sauce. And I want to thank everybody out there for listening again to another episode of Spiritual Gangster Certified. This is Illy Bish and Rosita W. Brooks, and we will see you on the flip side. Peace.